signals on it's 1.3 Lagos Talks. My name is Adil Miyoshiji. There's a new cuisine in town. A glass of wine, a cup of coffee, and if you're like me, a glass of smoothie. With signals served on Lagos Talks 91.3 every Saturday at 10 a.m. Your mind will dream again. Signals on it's 1.3 Lagos Talks and um, yes, if you're just tuning in the signals and um, we talk so many things, we enjoy ourselves while impacting knowledge. So, for, Baba, you have to go on Twitter and look for at Jimmy Disu. His number is there. Again, if you want to reach him, you have to come to number 26 Cafe Street off Awulawa Road, Ikoi, Lagos. Okay, so it signals and we'll talking and reaching life's true feeding and that's a story i always have a background story to all of this <laughs> okay so do me um so here's the deal two weeks ago i got a call from one of our guests who had been on the program before and then the man called to harass me and i mean so i called no what i mean no harass not harass the man called to disturb me we like to disturb each other and he said he had someone for me that he would love to have me it was just a an order Show you how to have this person. I said, Okay, no problem. Send the person to me. Even the person was wondering, kill So here she is, and yeah, so she so she has a long profile. <laughs> Did I ask you <laughs> now? She's young, led divinely. Young, she's a young lady led divinely by the Holy Spirit to touch light and provide solutions to the needs and problems of upwardly mobile people who generally love homemade Nigerian soups and stews, but are restricted due to time constraints. And this led to the birth of a business. It's it's a passion. She likes to cook for a living. She has um she has plenty of degrees. But the most important thing is those degrees led to managing the business that she has and um she also likes to cook for under to feed the underprivileged and she calls it super street ministry. She travels, she will leave her house and travel to remote villages, wondering, people, her family will wondering, what are you doing? But she likes to cook and feed people. And so we're looking at enriching life through feeding. And um, so if to be part of the program, you can call in 0809-191-3913 or 0809-222-0913 or 0809. What's up was on 0809-234-5913. Tweet at us at LagosTalks913cc at Young Cerebral. This morning's conversation is enriching life through feeding with Olashilio Abayomi. And um, she's a graduate of Pole Science. And she's the founder and CEO of Soup A Market. Well, here's the deal. If you don't like cooking like me, I like to order food. 
We're going to have this conversation. Well, welcome to Signals. Hola, Shilio, Thank you very much for having me. Ah, you, uh, you have to project. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. You were making me laugh. Okay, so let's start with why you decided that you want to enrich the lives of other people. When you say, when you say, when you, you say enrich, yes, you decided that. You when I it. decided the business, right? Yes. Okay. So it's a long story. I'm listening. Uh, I know a lot of people have heard the story of. I've not heard it because you know we're just meeting for the first time. So <laughs> tell me the story and tell okay. the audience the story. Okay. So what happened was, um, I've always loved to cook, though. I've always loved to cook. It has always been part of me. When I was in the university, I would cook like they call me married woman because that's the way I cook. I don't do the normal noodles. And other things. So, after school, I worked in few places. I left those places because I was harassed, sexually harassed by my bosses twice. And I just said, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore. But there's this time I applied for a job in one oil and gas company like that. I don't want to mention. I don't know if it's okay, but I don't want to mention. And I was going for the interview. Then, as I was dressing up that morning... Something was telling me that that job was not for me. But I was like, no, what do you mean by it's not for me? It is for me. I thought it was the village people <laughs> that, were, that was talking to me. So I got out and I couldn't move. No keke, no bike, no nothing. I, I, if I, everything, everything was just like standstill. Then I went back to the house because it was, it was already past the time I was supposed to be at the venue for the final interview. I got back to the house and I'm one dramatic child of God. I pulled off my clothes i was crying and i was everything and the holy spirit just ministered. like well, i told you that was your job that's not for you like wow that was you i didn't know and from there what do you want me to do i said i want you to use your gifts this particular one i've given you mm-hmm. to touch lives and that's what okay um thanks to god for touching you for some people it's their gut instincts, for some it's their instincts, for some it's just that nudge that just tells them that okay, you know what, it's time to go that line. Now you started this business and how did you raise your first capital? Okay. When I started, I didn't have a um I was looking at a bigger picture, a very big picture. I thought I needed um a restaurant immediately, you know. Mm. Then I went to borrow money from my friends. I so started selling <laughs> I can't count. I can't even start to mention mm. maybe 10,000 here, 5,000 mm. there, okay. 25,000 there, you know. And I started selling close to my church. I went to buy all these big coolers, big pots and everything. So I thought that was like the in thing. I started selling close to my church. But then I fell sick. Okay, so it, when I was selling in my church, I was selling rice and stew. Okay. But people would queue. You see a long queue and you think it's the rice and stew they're buying. No, they're buying only the stew. Hmm. And I'd be like, how do you want me to even return the money I've borrowed? And how do you want me to calculate the cost? So, well, one time I fell sick. Like mm. after four months, mm. I fell sick. And I said, you know what? I'm not going back to the streets anymore. Mm. Then I, of the Holy Spirit again, I cannot take God out of my story because okay. that yeah. is my energy. So the Holy Spirit ministered again. I'm like, did you ask me what kind of soup, what kind of food I wanted you to focus on? Mm. Like, Wow. Then I started remembering that people were queuing only for this steel. Mm. So that was how supermarket started. The name was even Holy Spirit inspired. <laughs> it was supermarket I was seeing anyway. I was the one that added the A. So it's supermarket. Market. 
Okay, now, given that food can be sensitive to for many people, mm-hmm. how were you able to gain trust quickly in this space? <laughs> quickly? Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't quick. Okay, so... Um, there were times when people would tell me, oh, I hope the place is neat, I hope this is nice, mm. I hope this, you know, too many doubts and all, but I kept at it. I kept doing it. Then high-profile people started patronizing. Okay. So their friends started saying, and we became a household name. Oh, I like that. Became, becoming an household, a household name. Becoming a household name. Don't mind me, I'm just... Now, challenges. Tell us about the challenges accountant. Rejected uh. food, rejected soaps, false <laughs> soaps. Uh. Tell us, just tell. Okay. And what I'm asking for you to tell is somebody might just be in that same kind of business and would not know how to go about it. Somebody's about to start. Somebody has started already and just needs to learn one or two things. So, good. Thank you. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. So, um, yes, yes. The challenges are, are a lot when I was starting out. Like, people would, I mean, I would go deliver in a baffle. Okay. From Surilewe. I would go deliver in Mowe from Surilewe. And the money is not even, the delivery fee is not even part of the whole food from the beginning. I was under pricing. I would face um, traffic. Logistics has always been a major problem. And yeah, sports food. Yes, because a lot of people buy food. Mm. And they just dump it. They forget it. Forgetting that we have different spices in the food that could make it spoil. Even in your house, when you cook in your house, you should know that you open your soup for air, mm. for air, for a period of time. So, yeah. There's sometimes when they're going to deliver, the, the rider hits something and the food is spilled. You then did, you have to cook again. Have you had a case of um, where you send someone to deliver your food and they take out all the food? Ah, no, no, that has never happened, but they will tell me it has spilled and okay. all that, and yeah, take out of it now. There's no way you can take out of the food. It is soup now. It's already sealed and wrapped. There's no way you can wait and start taking Nah, no, it doesn't happen. Uh-huh. Now, speaking of prices, how did you start saying that, oh, this particular a four euro is priced at 1,000 naira? <clears throat> so how did you start, because you had a problem with pricing, so how did you start going about that? Okay, so I started um, having sense <laughs> because then I, I, I realized that I wasn't making any profit. I was even still adding my own money to the whole thing. So I started putting cost to it. I would, after buying everything, I said, okay, I should be making at least, at least 50% or 70% gain from what I am selling out after taking out every cost. So, you know, when it comes to pricing, you can't determine for anybody. It depends on the market that is nearest to you. But I prefer, I, I tell people to go to the main markets so that you can get things in bulk. When you buy things in bulk, then you know how to put cost into it. Okay, so now you now get your pricing right. Yeah, I think so. So was it the market pricing that determined the price you put on your soup? Yes, the market, of course. What we buy. because And sometimes we run at the loss, even at now, as at now. Because sometimes you get to the market, especially on seafood. We like to buy fresh seafood. So you can get to the market today. Um, a kilo of jumbo prawns that you bought for maybe 5,000 last week might be buying it for 7,500 today. And they will tell you that's it. Even snails, you know, those things. So, so Paul Science and Soup Maker. <laughs> What's the correlation? Oh, well, I'm the correlation. You? Yeah. <laughs> You've never had people say that. Uh-uh. Oh, a lot. All the time. Many times. Many times. I'm still schooling. So people are like, what are you still going to go and do? But mm. <laughs> I, I love knowledge. Now, you have 
you you leave your house, travel far and wide to go and be giving people free food. Mm-hmm. How did that start? Okay, um, I'm a giver, a crazy one at that. I've always been a giver. But this particular one happened in November 2015. So we'll be turning four in November. Oh, that's good. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So I was just at the conference and <laughs> God again. Because it's I, fine, I, it's I, okay. I attribute everything to God because I can't take him out of the story. So, Why I'm saying it's okay is you wouldn't have the patience to listen to your creator. <laughs> And then you can go about what you're doing. Exactly. So, you know, he, he just ministered again. Like, I want you to feed people. So, initially, I thought it was just the normal way I see people feed. Mm. Where they just put baby remnants and all those things. He said, no. He said, the way I... You remember, remember I told you I was selling close to my church? Yes. So, he said, the way you were selling to dignitaries then, that is the way you serve the underprivileged. So, that's how he started. So it's the same way, the same pattern. Any challenges with that? Oh, initially, yes. People would what say, was the reception want to like? Use their destiny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why would you be give? Because I, I feel good food, like good food, very quality meals. So they're like, why would somebody be giving us this when other people give them trash? So hmm. yeah, they were like, ah, maybe she's using our destiny. I was even joking. I was like, if your destiny is that important, <laughs> you won't be here. So I don't need your destiny. So yeah, the destiny part, the voodoo part of the whole thing, the jazz part, it came up. But I think people are understanding and as pe- some people are just kind. Now, yeah, some people are just kind. Sometimes it's good intentions enough. Ah, as long as you know that it is God and your intentions are pure. Yeah, it's enough. People would always say whatever. People okay. can't see your intentions. People can only see your actions. So it's you that know it. That is why there's a conscience. Mm. Now, what should guide us when giving out for charity, when doing charitable courses? What should guide? What has, apart from God, what has also guide you? There's some disciplines that you can attribute. So, what guides you when you do charity? Basically, empathy. Okay. You should have empathy for people. You should you should stop being self-centered. You should be other-centered. You should have compassion for people, and you should be ready not to take the glory. The glory is for God. Okay. You said apart from God, okay. Mm-hmm. So you should you should understand that you're not doing it for anybody other than you. Because when you give, you find out that things will start falling in place for you. It attracts blessings actually. It does. Might not be immediately. But you realize if you think about your life properly, you realize that there's some cases where you've never been stranded in life. So I think if you if you want to do charity, you want to give out to people, give people what you can. Take yourself. Take by yourself. Don't give people rags. Like you want to give out clothes. Don't give out rags. You want to give out food. Don't give out trash. You want don't give sports food. You want to give out shoes. Don't give out shoes that are worn out. It's sad. So just just be a generally kind person. And kindness cannot be faked. Giving yeah. cannot be faked. So even if you're doing it for sure, a day will come when you'll be tired. <laughs> the real you will come out. Will come out. So Okay, now as a businesswoman, how's running this business like? It's tough. Okay, let's very, talk about the toughness. Tough. <laughs> Toughness. <laughs> Before I pick up. Let's talk about the toughness. Very, very tough in the sense that, you I mean, you can't, um, apart from the normal, your your regular loyal customers, mm. there are people who would call you and ask for ridiculous things. Like? Ah, uh, it's a lot. Like, how many fish are you shredding in the food? How many this one? How many yes, that no. one? 
No, why would you be asking how many, how many starfish I'm shredding? Is, am I supposed to be counting that? No, I can't do that. And asking me how many pieces of meat, I tell you how it comes per seven. Then another situation where you have competitors, the market is saturated. Yes, it is overly people, saturated. Uh, everybody's ordering. Everybody's ordering. Everybody's cooking. Everybody's doing that. So you just have to like stay true to your own calling. I know a lot of people that have started after I started and they've packed up. I know people who are just starting. I know people who we met in the business. I know people who are... I didn't even know it was a business until I started. I didn't even know people were already doing, doing that it. until I started the whole thing. So, the challenges are, are a lot. The toughness is a lot. Staffing. Oh, okay. People management is usually very hard, you know, to get a committed and um, loyal person to run your business is usually very, very hard to find. People just want the money. They want the glory, but they don't want to put in the work. So it's a lot. Plenty. We can't finish it today. It's Signals on it's 1.3 Legal Stocks. And um, we're speaking and reaching life through feeding. And recently we had um, the... Is it Minister of Agri? There was one minister who said that there is no hunger in the land. <laughs> What's your response to that? I, I, I responded to that... Um, post and i'm like well maybe it should come with me to the places where i feed people mm. then he would know that there's actually hunger now tell me the places you've gone to feed people oh lots oshodi keja Just standing here Ajegunle, okay. akala in mushin idioro have you gone out of lagos Ijora. yeah i'm getting there oh yeah let's Abekuta, go. <laughs> Oshobo, Ilesha. so We've not really covered a lot outside mm. Lagos, but in Lagos, like... So, how many people not... are you feeding per when you go to these rural areas? Okay, it depends. 100, 200, 300. 200, 300. What's the 500, highest? 500. How did you cope with that? Uh, well. 500 people. Yeah. So, it means that I'm calculating 20 bags of rice? No, now. Okay. <laughs> <And> so, because... <laughs> You know why? For some people, they want to start and then they want to try and feed people. They should start. Uh, they can start with one person. They don't have to do numbers. It's mm. not a competition. They can start with one, with two. When I started, I started with a derica of rice and 14 mm. pieces of meat. Hmm. So for someone out there who is asking, have a certain amount of money or source or let's say 100, 1,000 naira or 2,000 that I can spend in a day, how can I be of utmost help to people? If you have 1,000 euros yeah. that you can spend in a day, buy a meal, buy a meal for someone or buy snacks, biscuits and all for kids. They are, these underprivileged people, they're like everywhere. Yeah, they are. Uh, so they're. just buy stuff for them. But make sure it is nice. What you can eat is what you're giving out. So what's your definition of success as a philanthropist and as a businesswoman? There are two people in you. <laughs> yeah. Success. Success to me is peace of mind. Okay. That's as a business. philanthropist. As if as a as even as a business owner, success to me is peace of mind. I can have the whole money in the world and not have peace. It's okay, success for me is also purpose. Okay. Because there are lots of successful people that are not living their purpose. That's why we see people who have mental health and all those things, some people and you wonder, oh, he has so much money, why did he commit suicide? Mm. So it's about following your purpose. So success to me is mm. um purpose. And peace of mind. Now, speaking of purpose, does it have to be something very grand, very big, that like I'm going to change the world, I'm going to be... No, it doesn't have to. If you're changing one person, then you're changing the world. And is that... Can that also be themed purpose to you? Yes. 
it can. Purpose doesn't have to involve crowd. Mm. It doesn't have to. Now, products and services that makes your soup and stew business stand out from your competition. We we're talking competition before. Mm. Hmm. Tell us the. Okay, so we recently introduced um Ofada sauce oil. That's the bleached epobiba for mm. Ofada sauce. You will have spent time in the kitchen. <laughs> wait, wait, before you answer that, I always tell people that um. You, if I'm going to have to prepare food, I'm doing nothing else than 20 to 30 minutes. What am I doing in the kitchen? How many minutes do you spend in the kitchen? Uh, on a very busy day. Ha! Huh? <laughs> we spend, we spend like eight, nine, ten hours, eleven. In the kitchen? Yes. You are really standing the <laughs> Nah, not possible. <laughs> so, it's the job. <laughs> okay, so that... Let's talk about the competition competition and the products and services. The offered source oil. Yes, the oil. I realize that a lot of people like to eat offered sauce, but they can't prepare it and they don't get the oil right. And After the oil is actually... And Ururu and <laughs> cover it together. <laughs> you know, so they don't know the time limit for the oil to heat before they before it is called offered sauce oil. How many oil. minutes? Oh, it depends. It depends. One on hour. If you do medium it, no, 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 no. At least... Yes, 30 minutes. 30 minutes. 45 too. minutes. And the whole house will not be on fire. It won't be if you don't open your pot. You have to leave it covered. Oh, yeah, wait. Now let's go through the process. So I pour Are you oil. kidding me? Yes, Giving yes. you my trade secrets. No, seriously? wait. No. Why are you doing like this? <laughs> wait. I'm not saying doing everything. I'm just saying I put red oil yes. on fire. Is it not red oil? Yeah, of course. Red oil. <laughs> red oil. And I put red oil in the fry pan and I close it. Yes, you leave it covered, then you put it on medium heat. For... Why open it? Not just... You don't open it. That's the thing. When you bring it down after like forty-five minutes, you mm. leave it for you let it sit for like ten minutes. Uh-huh. Or fifteen Crazy minutes. So when you're down. when you're in a hurry, you can't like get it. Get it. That's why we are here for you. Yes. So... Selling the oil <laughs> so that it will be easy for you. Oh, you it's have the to oil wait. that you said. It's I... the oil. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I don't pour it in the fire. Yes, you just pour it oh, and you Lord. cook. Lazy people like us. You know, yeah. no, no, not lazy. You're busy. You're, you're, I mean, you have. But, but have you actually? <laughs> now speaking of that, and have you encountered um people who say that um oh people are ordering food for you? Does it make them lazy? Does it? Uh, yes. Okay. So yes. Uh-huh. At the I beginning, <laughs> yeah, people were like, "Ah, uh, so you cannot cook?" Is lazy people, and I'm telling them, "No, it's not that. I cook for productive people. Oh, people who value like time. Uh-huh. People who have their time to do other things. Just that mm. who use their time for other things. I mean, it is stressful for a woman. So I'm really here for women because it is stressful. Is it you not just stressful for you? Runs. Yeah, it is. You but like it's it? My, but... It's my purpose. Okay, it's my business. calling. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it is some people that do this business are not the ones actually doing the cooking. They are not involved directly. They just get people to cook for them. Mm. I am directly. I cook all my meals. So you know that it is my purpose. It is me. It is my element. Okay. Do you understand? Yes. So when people say it is for lazy women, I tell them, no, it is not for lazy women. It's for women who are busy. That is why I am here to help you Unique solve points. that problem. Unique selling points. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> No, because we, we've had people... Okay, so... Now, this is me. Um, I think I, I met someone... Uh, we're talking. I met a, a female, a friend of mine. And then we're talking. And they were like, oh, do you cook? I said I like to cook, but... No. No, no, no. <laughs> like, it was a huge no. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were making just something that... Ah, I'll show you this. And I'm like... <laughs> 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 but... 
Yeah, there's some people like hey, that. Hey, you just want to. You just don't want to stress yourself. I'm telling you. Hey, hey. Ah, it's not easy. Okay, to okay. okay. A friend of mine was at the office yesterday and she was like, oh, cooking is labor of love. Yeah, it is. Mm. Yeah. You cook for people you love, which is why I like to have a happy spirit when I'm cooking, cooking. because it, it affects your cooking. Okay. If you're sad and you cook it anyhow, I'm telling you, mm, okay. it's, it's like sorcery. If you're sad and you cook anyhow, the food will turn out anyhow. If mm. you're, you're moody, that's why I make sure my staff they are in good we, spirits. Yes, we play music so that, like I told something I told you about music. Yes, yes. So that's where music comes in. Hmm. Okay, so it signals on it one point three Lagos talks. We're talking original life through feeding with Olashile Abayomi. If you have a question or a comment, tweet at us at Lagos Talks nine one three cc at Young Cerebral or call us on zero eight zero nine one nine one three nine one three. Or zero eight zero nine triple two zero nine one three, or zero. What's up? Was on zero eight zero nine two three four five nine one three. Yes. Um. If you have a question, comment. Let's talk about it, Madam. Come back here. Leave the phone. We are still talking. Now, speaking of, eh? <laughs> speaking of, um, do you have a menu that is standard, or you just discuss with your clients on what they want? Oh, we have standard menu is on our website. Okay. And um, now when you get an order, walk me through that process. When you get an order, like, what should is coming to order? Okay. What's our favorite food anyway? For you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I know. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. <laughs> and she's coming and then she wants goat meat because we're trying to do fit farm. Mm-hmm. Wait, I have a call. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Your name, where are you calling us from? Oh, my name is Emeka. I'm calling from Australia. Okay, so Emeka, question or comment? Okay, a comment. Yes, please. Actually, um, I'm a Alashino's close friend. Aha. Um, <laughs> close friend. Close friend. Uh, what did he say his name is? Max. Max is close. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Emeka, I. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I told you and I was listening. I really want to say that a lot of people don't know how to I've been begging her to tell me the story. She's using God to cover it. Too. <laughs> like, I know the very first day she did that. Um, Rice and stew. She will not say it. Too. She will not say it. I've been begging now. <laughs> I asked, the, number one question, the number one question I asked Shule was please. Why? How did you all start? She was saying, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. But Emeka, you know it is Holy Emeka. Spirit. I mean, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm ah. please tell me the story. Because she's Please here. tell her the story, okay. Biko. In five, <laughs> in, in ten seconds, so. Mm-hmm. The conference that very day. She told me, I'm, I'm having this fudge. Like, after the conference, I'm feeling like I should do this. And I'm like, oh, okay. No problem. Go ahead. So she fixed a day. I think it was the last Saturday of that very month. Mm-hmm. Give you thumbs up. Mm. So we got there. I was there on that very day. She said, "Let me cut it to what I can afford." How much was she affording? I mean, the value of things she came. Yeah. With. I don't know how much. Oh yeah, how much is it, madam? I told you, they recover rice and fourteen pieces of meat. You, you did not say that. You're just saying that now. Oh yeah, make her continue, continue, continue. <laughs> <laughs> she gave out a lot of stuff to people. Mm. And, um, that was how it all started. Like I know how it all started, and I want to tell everybody she's a hustler. She is, she is. You can tell. So, for a friend of mine who looked at me, I said, "I've been fishing everywhere." 
and thank you for being supportive thank thank you so much Emeka, for being supportive thank you very very much it's rare but thank you okay so they had to come and confess that it's minutes. you you said they madam madam no lester eh, eh. Um, so it signals on it's 1.3 Lagos shock. This one down here, she's giving me, I'm about to pinch her. <laughs> it signals on it's 1.3 Lagos shock. So we're talking um, enriching life through feeding through a lady who started and decided that she just had that urge to feed people. Now, we're asking the process. So I want to order goat meat and all the feed farm. No, it's irregular and eating healthy, which is more expensive. Normal regular food. Healthy, Okay, Elsa is Elsa is yeah, more expensive. Yeah, yeah, because you have to start looking for those things mm-hmm. that you need. Okay, to stay fit. And so, they are not readily available, and because it is um fit farm, they know why you want it. So, so you have to. Yeah. Has there been expensive. a day you went to the market and it was that hard to get it, and the person had already the client had already paid for it, and you couldn't get it? Yeah, yeah, of course, yes. There's one time um someone needed turkey. And okay. I couldn't get it. It was so expensive at the time. I just had to tell her that I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I've tried everything I can. And she understood. God has blessed me with understanding people. People. Okay, so before I know that God is sending you understanding people, sometimes he sends some people from Oh, hell yes, to of course, definitely. And, and it's, the, it's the devil that sends those ones. No, <laughs> God, mm, 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 that's, that's where we miss it sometimes. Sometimes God will just set you up. That's a very good sense of humor. And then you have somebody. Have you had to return somebody's money? Have yes. you had to yes. say that? Then have you had to get somebody? You prepare the food and they rejected it. Prepare the food and they rejected. No, no. nobody has ever rejected. They rejected the no. food. Nobody has ever rejected. Okay, but they've complained, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. How do you take the complaint? Uh-huh. Even though you've done everything, you know sometimes you have pleased the client, mm-hmm. and then and they just keep complaining. Okay, so before mm. before when they complain like that, I realized that. It was later I realized that it was mostly their fault. It's usually mostly their fault. Because okay. what they complain mostly about is the food as spoiled. Mm. So they didn't leave it open. So before, I would cook another one and please Same. them. But I now realize that no, no. People don't know how to preserve yes. food. Then another one, they will talk about the tasting. So what I do is, there's always a small board wow, attached cool. to your food. So when I'm sending the food to you, there's before you tasting. eat... The, uh, uh-huh. So any complaint you want to complain, complain from the smaller bowl, bowl. before you touch the bigger bowl. That's so we tell thinking. you to send it back. But that has... It has passed. Uh, how many but you still now? send tasting. Uh, we, if 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 there is enough, yeah, why not? There's enough. But we give you what you order for, <laughs> what you paid for. Okay, so there are often times when there's a call to donate for a person's cause, or somebody's sick, somebody needs money, mm-hmm. and some cases where some people need help to survive a diagnosis. With cogent needs arising everywhere, can you say what's the best way to help people without draining one's pocket? Just do what you can. Hmm. Okay, so um. About a month ago, I went to Ibobi Hospital and oh. I uh, I, was, I left there in tears. I ended up spending more than what I budgeted for. Okay. For people, not, I didn't even know anybody, anybody. there, mm. you know. So I just paid for some people's medical bills and I realized I'm more. People are really going through it. Yeah, people are going, people through, are going through it. So I think just do what you can. You don't have to bring I don't feel, but what about if you don't have, and you know, the, the, we have, we have there's, there's, there's an issue with, um, People sometimes have entitlement mentality towards your pocket. Yeah, a lot. They don't know how. So how do you... Have you you've come across those people? A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, many times. I let them know I don't have money. I don't... I can't help you at this time. Sorry. I can't. 
And you know, mostly the people who are entitled are the ones who are, you've helped before. Mm-hmm. So they, they think they will keep coming, coming back, back and coming to get. So how do you balance your business with charity? Uh, business is business. Charity is charity. Where did you draw that line? What happened that made you draw that line? I drew it from the beginning. Okay. From the beginning of everything. So anytime I'm doing charity, I know that, okay, this is just charity. This is not business. Mm-hmm. There's business money and there's charity, charity money. Okay. Although yeah, there's business. It comes from the business too. Yes. But... Well, every business has its own CSR. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> now, yeah, go back in time. Mm, I'm coming for you. <laughs> you think you're the only one. <laughs> so, going back in time, 16, let's say age 16. Mm-hmm. What were you thinking at age 16? <laughs> yeah, you think... Uh, you're not just on this earth, just like that. <laughs> that way. Oh, at age 16, I just wanted to get into the university, uh, finish, get a job. I didn't even know what I wanted to read in the university at that time. So, But I, I, I just finished secondary school. Mm. So I just wanted to get into the university, get a job, marry children that's all 21 what happened at 21 you know that's 16 yeah 21 okay finish the degree okay and get a job in abuja <laughs> you wanted to leave <laughs> because, because of no because of what i read i read political science so i was thinking oh abuja is where the money is you know <laughs> then yeah <laughs> I had that plans. oh are you kidding me you can't sit in a supermarket that's taking over yeah i can't so yeah, then to marry the love of my life as I then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wanted to no, know no, now. No, I'm just... eh? Yeah, so now. Oh, now. Mm. <sighs> I always get that. <laughs> uh, the dream is bigger now. Okay. I want to say to the world. I want to like. Uh, <laughs> it's deep I want to do more than what I am doing at the moment mm-hmm. I want business funds I want every home in Nigeria and house, um, outside our shores to have at least a bottle or something from supermarket okay. then I want to touch more lives I want to build a shelter home Okay. I want to build a food bank where people mm. can come for at least once in a day meal, meal. wholesome meal. Um, love God more. <laughs> yeah, I love him more than I am. Cra- I'm crazy about him now, but I want more. Then yeah, maybe marry, maybe not. Depends. Mm. And I just want to be happy. Yeah, just want yeah. to be happy and be at peace, knowing fully well that I fulfilled my purpose. Okay, so let's come out of that emotional. <laughs> Let's come back to real life. I, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't come. <laughs> um, so, now looking at the economy and um, looking at Nigeria and looking at prices are going, the prices are... Uh, uh, no, no, no. So, how how we are not stable, at the economy is not stable at the moment. We're mm-hmm. just in a new government and um, people are still... Do people still order food? A new government? No. Uh, new, we're in a new dispensation. <laughs> However, <laughs> it is okay. And see, we have passed 100 days now. We have here, so <laughs> now has it affected your business? Oh, of course, it does. It has. And what's, what has been your response to it? Oh, well, um, practical, it's about, it's about strategy. Okay. So, you should, when you're running a business, 
look at um possible scenarios like if something happens what's now, the worst what's, yeah exactly what's the worst that can happen mm. so you prepare for it so that when it happens it doesn't phase you but when you're not prepared it starts to phase you it starts to feel like the world is closing in on you <clears throat> august was a bad month for us at supermarket okay. it was a crazy month it was bad we didn't really have orders like that and my staff, they were worried. They were like, ah, until what is the problem? This is that. But I told them that, you know what? We've been selling before. Yeah. We'll continue to sell. It's just now. No. Then September, <laughs> you started again, you're in the kitchen. Do you understand? So, yeah, those times they come, okay. the economy will definitely, it affects, anybody that says it doesn't affect them, no, they're they benefit, benefiting <laughs> from the ills of the economy. But of course, you have to know how to be strategic about it and position your business. So that it doesn't affect your mental state of health. <laughs> I like the mental state of health. Uh, it's kind of you're not somebody <laughs> mad. Now, the popular saying is that you can only give what you have. Where, when does it become mindless charity? Have you ever done mindless charity? Like, you just giving, you got so... <laughs> I just feel like, take everything. <laughs> yeah, it happens. With with clothes and shoes, it happens. Like, I just, I'm just like, you know, you guys come. Mm. And my staff, they're yeah. like my family. So I just say, you guys come. Okay. Do you want this? You want this? You want this? You want it? Or your sister, your siblings? Like when it comes to clothing, that's mindless giving. It's usually my staff that benefits the most. The most. I'm, I'm yeah. sure they are grateful to have you. <laughs> I'm grateful to have them too. Honestly. Uh, now, when it comes to packaging, when it comes to packaging, and before we wrap up the program, oh, mm-hmm. time has gone. <laughs> when wow. it comes to packaging, have you overcome the issue of packaging your soup at no cost, so that even there is any delay, the food is still fresh and nutritious? Okay, um, we, usually we cook fresh. Everything we cook is fresh. We go to the market, everything like fresh. Mm. But takes me back to when I said people need to know how to preserve their food. Yeah. So we give instructions okay. like, please open your food for air upon delivery or put it in a functional freezer or functional fridge and all that. But usually when it comes to stews, I still can last a whole day without you doing anything, even if you leave it closed because it's well fried. But when it comes to soup, things like seafood or crow or bono, egusi, you need to really open it because sometimes they leave immediately, it comes out from the fire okay. because the delivery person is here. Waiting. You're waiting to, to receive it. your order, so you have to. So, how many days does the food last if they don't touch it? They put it inside your freezer. Oh. It could last six months. I have. I, we just recently found out one of other sauce that I've made since, like, I think January in my freezer. It's 10 months old or 11 months. October is 10. January, February, March is 10. I'm telling you. We just found it. And they were like, are you serious? So we ate it and it was still good. Yeah. If if you have a functional freezer, it lasts a long, a long like, time. longer time. Okay. So there was, there was something I was going to ask you about. Um, I'm, not, ah, I'm not finished now. <laughs> want to tell you. Um, now you've come thus far. What's the way forward for you? Um, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you for having. Thank me. you so so much for making. So pleasant. Ah, what happened? <laughs> um, to everybody that has called in to to be part of the program. Hey, I know you've learned one or two things. Whatever you have in your hands, we'll open doors for you. Man. So to it's not church this month. Oh, church okay, is tomorrow. <laughs> so we come your way again next week Saturday. Like we always say on signals. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you. Yeah. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> so we come your way again next week Saturday. Have a wonderful week and dream again. Yeah.
got you so much wiser. Each year, and you're so close to your dreams. And no mistake, no heartbreak can take away what you're meant to be. in town. A glass of wine, a cup of coffee, and if you're like me, a glass of smoothie. With Signals, served on Lagos Talks 91.3 every Saturday at 10am. Your mind will dream again. I'm complex, difficult to understand. I don't know if it's me or just the makeup of a man. I want it in the morning, bright and early, I want it. I rise as the sunrise, baby, now get a bonus. Give it to me good, shorty, work it like it should. You follow instructions, then I follow instructions. The ultimate seduction, more kissing and touching. Feel supernatural, first chance I'm at you. Come here, baby, hey, be my baby, hey, be my Come in. 